Hello, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. Thanks so much for being here. If you are new around here, my name is Sarah, and I am just so glad that you've decided to spend some time with me today. If you don't already know me, I'm a podcast manager, which means that I help my clients launch their podcasts, and then we provide monthly management for them. So we help with their editing, we write their show notes, all of those things that come with podcasting. That means that I am listening to podcasts 24-7, and honestly, when I'm not listening to them, I am thinking about them. (laughs) I love experimenting to see what works in terms of growing your podcast audience and serving your listeners in the best way possible. And one of the reasons that I started this podcast was to use it as kind of a calculated experiment so that I could see firsthand what works really well and what doesn't. And I mean, every podcast is different and every audience is different, but I've seen the big things that work. And last month, I did something that really worked, and that's what I want to share with you today. So let's go ahead and get started. And I do want to let you know that I have a really exciting announcement towards the end of the episode, so make sure that you stay tuned all the way through. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah former elementary school teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most. Busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Before we go ahead and get into the good stuff, I just want to say that if this podcast has helped you in any way, I would love for you to write a review and share it with a friend who would also benefit from it. I truly am on a mission to spread the word about the power of podcasting in the world of education. And so doing things like writing a review and sharing it with somebody, sharing it on your social media, those things really do help me to do that. Okay, so let's get into it. I really want to talk about what I have seen firsthand and what has really worked well for me recently in terms of podcast audience growth. And I'm going to preface this by giving you just a little background into my business journey to kind of make all of this make more sense. I started my online business about three years ago. Like many of you, I was a teacher. And so obviously, when I started my business, I had like zero idea what I was doing. I had no business background. This was a completely new world. So there has been a lot of learning and trial and error and pivoting along the way. But when I first started, I replaced my teaching salary within about two months of starting my business. And I quickly became booked out as a virtual assistant. So I started as a virtual assistant, and then I ended up pretty quickly transitioning into podcast management. But when I did that, when I first started my business, I had zero presence on social media besides a boatload of pictures of my daughter. But I still built a business, even without being on social media. 
But when I look at how I built my business, it really comes down to two things. Number one, a lot of freaking hard work, as I'm sure you can relate. I've put a lot of hours into what I do, and I've sacrificed a lot to get here. But the second thing is relationships. And relationships have always been at the forefront of my business. I've always wanted my clients to know that I'm not just helping them with their business and with their podcast, but that I truly, really do care about it and I care about their success. And that means that I put in a lot more hours than what's listed out on my contracts, but That's okay because that makes me feel good to know that the people that I work with are feeling supported. Enneagram 9 here. I don't know if any of you are also an Enneagram 9, but knowing that other people feel supported and feel good, that totally lights me up. And so over time, these relationships that I built turned into referrals which then have turned into new relationships, which then turn into to more referrals. And that's really how I've come to where I am today and how I've had the opportunity to work with the incredible people that I do now. Because now I work mostly with TPT authors or other online educators, and I feel so, so lucky to be in that position. And I did not mean for this to turn into an episode about my business. What I'm trying to make clear here is that relationships with people are what matter. And ultimately, it's what drives your business forward. People love to buy products or services from people that genuinely care. And I know that most of you listening are not a service provider like I am. You are somebody who creates things, creates digital products and sells them. But the same exact theme applies. If you're a TPT seller and someone buys your resources and it's super helpful for them and maybe they even have a question and they get a really thoughtful response from you, that's elevating their overall experience. And then they'll be more likely to refer your products to their coworkers. And the more people that you can positively impact, the more people there will be out there that are going to talk about you. And the more people who know about you means the more sales that you're going to make and the more relationships that you're going to build. So really, I think when it comes down to wanting to grow your audience and get more eyes on you and what you do and what you offer, there's one solution. And it seems simple, but it's something that a lot of people are not doing, and that is to get in front of more people rather than waiting for them to find you on Pinterest or on Instagram or in a Google search. All of those things are super important, but you have the ability to put yourself in front of them. Whatever niche you're in, it's not saturated. There's plenty of people out there. There's plenty of teachers, counselors, homeschool parents, administrators, SLPs, whoever your audience is, there's plenty of them out there. A lot of them just don't know about you yet. They don't know that you exist. So the solution 
is to focus on getting yourself more visible. And there's lots of ways to do that. Back to what I said in the beginning, there is something that I did recently that gave me an instant ROI. And that is that I presented at two online summits and guested on one podcast. That's it. But when I did those things, I instantly saw my email list grow and my podcast downloads doubled in one month. And I I already knew that guesting opportunities are so valuable. I've pitched my clients to podcasts and to conferences many times. And I go into that knowing that it's going to have a really positive impact on their business. But today, I wanted to just share my experience to let you know that it really does work because I've seen it work myself. So when you get in front of these new audiences through all of these different opportunities, you're planting the seeds to grow new relationships. And that is the ticket, visibility, positioning yourself as the expert that you are so that others can learn from you. It's free, it's authentic, and it is super powerful. Like I said earlier, I work with several podcasters in the education space. And do you want to know what they are not getting in their inboxes or their DMs? They're not getting many pitches from people asking if they can be a guest on their podcast, which is crazy. So I really want to show you the value in podcast guesting and teach you how to do it well because there is a method to it and you do need to be intentional about it if you want to get the most out of it. With that being said, I have some really exciting news that I have created a private podcast because one podcast just wasn't enough for me. (laughs) It's a three-episode series and it's all about how to approach the strategy of podcast guesting, and it is live now. You can sign up at podcastingforeducators.com slash private podcast, and that will also be in the show notes. This private podcast is totally free, so I really hope to see you there. And if you tune in, be sure to let me know if it was helpful for you, if you have any kind of questions any big takeaways that you had after listening. So again, you can sign up for that private podcast at podcastingforeducators.com forward slash private podcast. And this is for those of you who maybe you've already guested on some podcasts before and you want to do more of it, or maybe you've never been a guest on a podcast before. Wherever you fall, this private podcast is going to help you take your next steps. So with that, I am going to leave you for today and I will be back here with you next week. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at podcasting for educators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.